Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rangers in town. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you on a jam-packed edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We will get early into our guest list on today's show and the most plugged in men in the business joining us momentarily once Brendan gives me the go-ahead. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at Abe's Door Service. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game, 1235. Uh, Ladislav Schmid, who is currently the Edmonton Oil Kings assistant coach, a conversation on his transition into coaching and also some of his moments, including being traded for Chris Pronger and being traded to the Calgary Flames. Laddie Schmid coming up at 105 today. New York Rangers uh, analyst. He does a lot of work with the NHL Network. Longtime NHL player, Stanley Cup champion Mike Rupp today at 135 and a 1v1 conversation with Edmonton Oilers defenseman Evan Bouchard. A reminder, you can reach us on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. George Thurgood and the Destroyers take the stage at the River Cree May 4th. Info and tickets at therivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at the Ashley Fine Floors text line, same number. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Straight into the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline for Abe's Door Service, where services are specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. We welcome back to the show, Elliot Friedman. Hello, Elliot. How are you doing? I'm in a traffic jam, Bob, but aside from that, I'm doing really well. Thank you. You're in a traffic jam, and uh, the Edmonton Oilers are uh, in a unique spot. Uh, money in, money out. Uh, today, the organization... A roster jam. A roster a cap jam. jam. A cap jam, yes. Uh, we should tell everybody uh, the Oilers did indeed put uh, Vincent DeHarnay and uh, Dylan Holloway. Uh, they deployed the mechanism since uh, they can. They don't have to clear waivers. Uh, they have been loaned to the Bakersfield Condors, so the orders could get uh, cap compliant with the uh, reinsertion and activation of Kato Yamamoto off LTIR. All right, let's get to it. 
big names out there. Elliot, it's interesting. A lot of people have linked the Edmonton Oilers uh, to Eric Carlson, but there's a couple mm-hmm. contributing factors that may make it challenging for the San Jose Sharks to trade Carlson during the season. Well, I mean, there's no question that if that was to it, it, like if that was to happen in season, it would be a hugely complicated deal. You know, number one, uh, the Oilers would need Carlson to be a six and a half to seven million dollar player, and I just don't know that the Sharks' ownership is willing to do that. You're asking them to eat forty percent of his salary for what four years? Uh, I'm just not convinced that that's. I'm just not going to, I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. Um, so that's, that's number one. Uh, number two, you know, you have to be able to make a trade and number three, Carlson's got to be willing to say yes. And from what I understand with him, um, you know, he said, look, he wants to win, but he's not going to consider individual uh, scenarios until they're presented to him. Though I generally don't think the others would go down this road uh, as complicated as it is without some idea that uh Carlson might be willing to say yes. So, uh, look, I, I think it's unlikely, to be honest, especially now during the season. But I think you guys have at least looked into it. And I think it's possible um, you might have had some people uh, in Vegas last night watching them play San Jose. Uh, watching them play San Jose. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see where it goes. You know, I think you guys are looking at <coughs> Pat Kane, too. Um, you know, I, I think he's a guy who's on your radar. And I think he's... I I think Tyler Bertuzzi's on your radar too. I, I think, I think you guys have like some a, a lot of irons out there, which is kind of what I expect. You guys are in your window. You hope to win. You want to contend, and you're looking at a lot of things out there and trying to figure out what works. But like I think we've been reminded of something this week, Bob, and that is that you you know everybody thinks oh this is going to happen and that's going to happen, and and we thought about it, um, we thought about it with the waiver wire, but. Um, yes. I, I just think right now, Ken Holland, he's going to wait as long as he can. He said that and all along. he will do. Yeah, he's going to wait as long as he can, and he will do what it takes uh, to do what he thinks is the best for the team. All right. There is one other factor in the Carlson situation to me, which negates an in-season trade, and that has to do with the bonus structure of his contract. The San Jose Sharks on July mm-hmm. 1st made a $10 million bonus payment to Carlson. He's actually only making only uh, $2 million in uh, salary during the course of the season. So by the time we get to the trade deadline, the Sharks owner, uh, Hazel Platter, will have already paid out 11.5 of $12 million for this season. So let's just say hypothetically that you know the the sharks even if they agreed to take three and a half million uh eat three and a half million for the final four years um they'd have to take eight million dollars back for the final quarter of the year it would actually cost the sharks more money to trade him during the season since they've already fronted the bonus payment and there are some owners out there when their teams are out of it it's about shedding money not taking money on, which, uh, you know, you got 17 teams in LTIR. If the desire is there to move them in the offseason, is it not theoretically a concept that there might be more potential partners, trade partners out there in the offseason when teams have got more cap space at that time? Yeah, that's definitely true. You've also got the 10% summer bonus cushion. I think what it comes down to is they're willing to listen, and if something makes sense for them, they'll do it. 
Do I think it's more likely it makes more sense for them in the summer? Yes, but I don't think that means that if someone's willing to try now, they're, <laughs> they're not willing to listen. Elliot Freeman joining us. All right, Elliot, you brought up two forwards, uh, Pat Gain and Tyler Bertuzzi. Uh, I have been led to believe that there has been uh, people, well, I, I can tell you, there's people that have made some, organizations have made some calls on Reed Schaefer of uh, the Oilers' first-round pick out of uh, the yep. Seattle Thunderbirds. Seattle's got, Seattle, uh, by the time that uh, Colton Dock c- comes off that shoulder injury, they'll have six players off Team Canada's uh, victorious World Junior squad uh, that will be on their yep. team. He's playing right now with Dylan Gunther and Brad Lambert on a line. Um you know, is is this? I mean, again, Patrick Kane's going to control. Bertuzzi does not have as much control in where he ultimately might go mm-hmm. to, and maybe the Red Wings have played their way back into the mix here. Specific to Patrick Kane, is is this something that could potentially be feasible, in your opinion, for the Edmonton Oilers? Well, I think it comes down to is is Kane willing to go there, and you know, I. I think you guys are interested. I think you guys have talked to Chicago about it. Um, I think, obviously, Chicago would be willing to do it. I think the question is, is Patrick Kane willing to do it? And uh, I don't think we have a clear answer on that yet. I'm going to I'm gonna say he's considering it uh, because I think that... <laughs> I think that since the Rangers went off the board, he's pretty much had to consider where else he would go. So uh, I think he, I think he knows about. He, I mean, he knows that you guys have been interested in him. I don't think this is a huge surprise or a huge secret. And I think he's thinking about it. You know, Bertuzzi. There's, there's a lot of action on him. As you said, they're hot. I don't know if they could reconsider everything based on the fact that they're right in the playoff race again, and they've got good math. They've got a lot of games in hand i think the issue is there there's gonna that's good that looks like it's gonna be a a bigger price now because i think there's a lot of teams in it and like for example i i think dallas is is pretty serious about him um and i think there's gonna be others you know last week when i was on we talked about the border issues it seems that teams are a bit calmer on that and although you know, as I'd say, nobody knows for sure. We know that those are all going away on May 11th, but there's two rounds before then. So I think while people are confident, they're not certain. Um, but I, I think there's a lot of competition for Bertuzzi. The way he's played, um, it's you know that price is going up. Uh, I, I think, uh, Bob. We're joined right now by Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of our friends at Abe Store Service. Bob Stauffer live on location. Uh, Duncan Keith is taking a group through, so that's uh, that's interesting with uh, some of the uh, mm. uh, people here in town. Uh, Duncan, of course, doing some part-time work for the Oilers organization, as you know. Uh, Elliot, uh, again, you still, you know, you mentioned that there's going to be teams interested in Bertuzzi. Obviously, the connection for Jim Nill, former assistant GM, to Ken Holland and the Detroit Red Wings. Um, Do you still think it's ultimately going to turn out to be a buyer's market? Because there's teams in the Eastern Conference, like the Detroit Red Wings, the Washington Capitals, uh, the New York Islanders. And I had this conversation with a couple other uh, fellows today, and they were saying, I'm not convinced off these teams, like these teams want to stay in it. Like they're they're going to be a couple of the more buyers out there. You still think it's going to ultimately be a buyer's market? I I still do think Bob that there are more sellers than there are buyers. Uh, I, I I still feel that way. Yes. Um, 
you know that's that's one of the the issues I think that's a factor. Now I, I think some players are different than others. Um, you know I think I, I think Meyer. Look, there's a lot of interest in Meyer. Sure. I think Bertuzzi. I think I think the interest has gone up. Like I don't think there have been very many talks. Uh, I, I think that. Uh, look, I, I just think that they are. I think Eiserman looks at it as at this point in time, the extension talks really haven't gone very far, if anywhere. So unless Eiserman says, you know what, I want to stay in the playoff race, so I'm going to do this, he's going to be out there. And I think there's, and his biggest question is health, but I think there's a lot of teams that overall really like his game. And so I, I think suddenly he, his stock is rising. But generally, Bob, I think there's a lot more sellers than there are buyers. Especially, like, look, like, I thought Calgary was going to be a buyer. Now I'm not so sure. I huh? thought Minnesota was going to huh? be, be a... What? Yeah. Like, what's the point? Like, they're... they're <laughs> you know, I, mean, I mean, we'll see where the next two weeks take us. I thought Minnesota was going to be a buyer. Now, does it make any sense for them to be a huge buyer? I thought, uh, you know, I thought Washington was going to be a buyer. Now I'm not so sure. Um, you know, I, you know, like, like there's all these teams that are right around there. Um, and all of a sudden they're struggling or their math isn't great. Like Nashville, they're probably more of a seller than a buyer right now. Poyle said this week they're not a buyer. So all these teams, you can't help but look at it and wonder, the way this season's gone, how is it going to change their philosophies? We're joined by Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Calgary, not a buyer. That's crazy. Uh, pretty interesting comments. And Alan Walsh has never been shy from in, in engaging nope. in a little bit of controversy. But for And, and maybe we'll bring I'll, – I'll get the direct uh, quote in a second here from the tweet from Alan. But, man, oh, man, um, the timing of that, I, I thought, if, if you're an organization, you can't love what he's saying. Well, I, I think this. I think you have to look at a couple things here. Number one, <laughs> there's no way he does it without the approval of his client. Yep. Right? So the the immediate first thing, I, I'm if I'm the Flames, I'm not even worried about the agent so much. Now you're looking at the client. Who's Jonathan Huber. And So I'll read this. Uh, I, I should read it. In case the listeners did not hear what Alan Walsh tweeted out, he represents Jonathan Huberto. He has been an outspoken agent before. He's the guy that's uh, put the... Uh, what was it, a, a sword in the back of Marc-Andre Fleury when Robin Lehner was getting yeah. in Vegas? Alan Walsh, last night after the Flames were defeated 5-2 by the Detroit Red Wings, said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting it, uh, expecting a different result. Also, negativity sucks the joy right out of the players. CC at NHL Flames. That's a pretty, yeah. That's a pretty pointed tweet. Oh yeah, I mean, like nobody's. There's no. Uh, there's no gray area here. Everybody knows what he's talking about. Um, <clears throat> look, I. I think that the one thing I think about he's not wrong is I think it's been a really hard year in Calgary. I. I think that 
you know, they were hoping they would move on past the summer. They haven't. Uh, you know, Daryl's a really hard-edged guy. I think that's taken its toll on the players this year. I think some of his public comments have taken a toll on the, on the players this year. Um, uh, you know, I think that uh, I, I I think that I don't think he's wrong about the overall negativity, and I think it's something that they're going to have to deal with. Um, you know, the bottom line though is that you know this team has underachieved to this point this year. They haven't been as good as everybody hoped, and the tough thing too is that like right in the middle of it is Huberto. Now I think they like the way they play doesn't fit Huberto. I, I completely agree with that. And I think they are looking for like one of the things I've heard is they're looking for a player with some speed to play with Huberto because he had Duclair in Florida who did a lot of that, like opened up a lot of space for Huberto. Right. So he would be able to create with his passing. I think they are doing that. But look, I like look, I think it's been a really hard year. I think Daryl is uh, a really intense guy. We've seen the stuff with Pelche and even some of his postgame questions last night, um, you know, I think I think it's really bothered the players. And, you know, the one thing is, is that when, when it, you're losing, it sucks. And they're not playing well. I just think that if this doesn't get better in Calgary, I think at the end of the year they're going to have to make some some really hard decisions. Well, and here's where we mentioned Brad Trey Living's in the last year of his deal. Daryl Sutter still has term left in his deal. Some people yeah, have linked two Brad, years. Some people have linked uh, Brad Trey Living to Toronto if the Maple Leafs can't get out of the opening round of the playoffs. And I think that's I think Kyle Dubas has built a pretty good team over the years in Toronto. They're just in the wrong mm-hmm. division. And they got Kirk Muller warming up in the bullpen. A lot of guys think if ever there was a guy that could step in and be a head coach and who is a great, positive guy. Like, he is one of Wayne Gretzky's favorite people of all. There's nobody that says a disparaging word about Kirk Muller out there. So, I mean, they do have a guy Mm -hmm. warming up in the bullpen. So it could be interesting to watch in Calgary, Elliot. Well, like I said, I think they probably let this play out and sort it out after, you know, where it goes. But... Like I, I think now, if you're Calgary, uh, when you come to the deadline, you know what are you thinking about? Like if you if you find someone who fits with Huberto for long term, you know maybe you do that. But I don't see the point of doing necessarily rentals there. I I, I really don't. All right, uh, final one for you because I know you've got to run and uh, go to a podcast yourself here. Uh, thank you for rearranging your time to join us on the show. Ryan, Thank you. Ryan O'Reilly, uh, you know, career 57% face-off man in St. Louis. He's having a tough campaign. The Blues have started to play a little bit better. I would think there would be a healthy market. The guy won the Smythe Trophy. I think Colorado might make sense. You know, now he did play there before. What, where, you know, what are you hearing at all? On I mean, we know Doug Armstrong's as connected of a GM as there is in the league. Is it inevitable that uh, O'Reilly moves? I would say it's more likely than not. But, you know, the one thing that guys keep telling me is that he really wants to stay there. Okay. Um, and now, I don't see... I don't see the Blues giving term. I, I don't. I, I, I think the the only way that happens is if he takes like a three-year deal maybe at, at, a, at, a, at a bigger number. But I don't know that that's going to happen there. Um, I would say more likely than not, 
uh, Bob and, and actually St. Louis has a few guys who teams really like Barbashev and Achari too. I just, for me, the bigger question is, um, is there a deal to be made there with O'Reilly? And and it's not going to involve term, I don't think. So I just don't know how likely that is. Elliot, great stuff. Appreciate your time. Thank you again for joining us on Oilers Now. All right. Take care, Bob. Be well. You bet. 1228 in Edmonton. That's Elliot Friedman, courtesy of Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It is 1228 in Edmonton. Again, our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need. Get it with no payments or no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers uh, activate Connor Yamamoto. He will play tonight. They had a lightly attended optional today. Um, and uh, in the process have sent Vincent DeHarnay and Dylan Holloway uh, back down to Bakersfield, loaned them back to the Bakersfield Condors as they do not have to clear waivers. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, we will get to uh, a full preview of tonight's game. We'll get into our Oilers Now Audio Vault segments for direct work wear. And we'll do game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports. This is Oilers Now.